This episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast is brought to you by Bench Accounting. Let's face it, unless you're really good at it, you probably don't enjoy handling your company finances. Imagine what you could be doing with that time instead. Probably going to the beach, hanging out with friends, or making more money. Click the link in the show notes today and find out how you can get one free month of bookkeeping plus 20% off of six months bookkeeping with Bench. I personally use Bench Accounting for my HR business, and I think you should too. So check out Bench Accounting and support those who support the show. Now let's get into it. What are the five most important traits of a leader and how can you develop those at work or in your startup? Coming up on this episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Looking for a way to start your day. Hey, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast, where it is my goal as host to make you have a better business by creating a better life for yourself. Now, this past weekend, we saw the NFL draft happen in Nashville, Tennessee. And whether or not uh, you're a football fan or not, that part doesn't matter. But what the draft means to me Really, it's a reset of a new season. It's a time when football teams go through their biggest hopes. They have high hopes. They want to make sure that they're drafting the best players. And there's a lot of research that goes into picking the best player for their team. Now, of course, every team is different. Their needs are different one from another. Some people already have their great quarterback and some others are looking to develop someone who might be a long two to three year play but they wanted to get them now and develop them. And so it got me thinking as a leader, what are the top five character traits of a leader if I had to do a draft? And so I'm going to share with you my thoughts on my favorite leadership qualities. These are things that I try to model. These are things that I look for when I have a leader on my team. And these are the traits that I try to develop really, really quickly for someone who's leading on my team or if someone's asking me to mentor them. So the first thing you should have, the first pick of the leadership draft is a determination to affect change. Now, the reason why the determination to affect change is number one, because being able to affect change is the singular reason why anyone is a leader in the first place. You are a leader because people are going to follow you and they have to follow you somewhere. They're following you somewhere that's different than where they are. They're following you somewhere that's different than where they've ever been. Or they're just following you because you're showing them something that is different and can help change their life in some way. Now, leaders change by influencing. Leaders change by encouraging. Leaders change by accountability. Leaders change by transformation. I mean, you can talk about someone who could be really good if you follow someone on Instagram that's good about their fitness journey and how they've transformed their body. Well, I would consider them a leader because 
you would be following their Instagram because you want to see what they've done to be successful so that you can be successful too. So I think the number one trait that I would draft in a leadership draft is the determination to affect change. How can you become a better change agent wherever you are in an organization? Well, you need to adopt a mindset of how can I make things better? And the way that you know how to make things better is to find out what the problems are in your organization, what the problems are in your business. If you're running a startup, what are your customers' problems? That's how you learn to affect change. You need to know what needs to be changed in the first place. So that's my number one trait that I would draft for. The second trait that I would draft for in a leadership draft or that I would look to develop in myself or in a leader that's on my team is a desire to learn. Now, everyone, I think, has an ability to learn, but more specifically, you should have a desire to learn so that you can affect change. Leaders have to learn how to be able to work with people, how to move projects forward, how to, this isn't something I'll get into later, but how to inspire people. And so you have to realize that you're not as good as you could be, and you have to realize that you're not as good as you ought to be. And so there's always this gap between where you are today and who you could be tomorrow. And so I really believe that a person who has a desire to learn and grow and develop their skills and either develop their weaknesses or build a team that supports their weaknesses, you've got to be able to learn what it is that you need to be better at, what it is that you just suck at altogether. And if you got better, it really wouldn't change much. So you need to find a teammate that's better at that. So yeah, you should have a desire to learn. And how do you improve your desire to learn? I really do think it goes back to number one of having determination to affect change. You've got to learn around the areas where you need to make improvements for your organization, for your business, for your team. And those should be the areas where you look to learn how to be a better person, a better leader. All right. Now, the third thing that I would look for if there were a draft, if I were doing a leadership draft, is personal discipline. Personal discipline is super important because you can't lead people if you can't lead yourself. Discipline shows up in a whole host of different areas that could be in your finances, in your diet, in your exercise, in your appearances, in the way you treat people, in a whole host of other ways. And so personal discipline, I think, is important. And it's a top three trait because you have to lead people and they have to trust that you have their best intentions at heart and that you can actually get them to the place that they're following you to get to. And a person who lacks discipline is someone who would stray by the wayside. They wouldn't follow one course until successful. Um, My favorite acronym of FOCUS. And they would just bounce from thing to thing to thing. And if you don't have personal discipline, you won't be able to have team discipline. And how do you develop personal discipline? Well, you can start small. You can find areas in your life where you can make better choices. One of the things that I try to do with myself, especially in areas where I need to get even more discipline or to start having discipline, is I just tell myself, hey, make better choices today. 
And you can even go as far as, hey, make better choices this hour or make better choices over this next 30 minutes. As long as you're reminding yourself, reminding yourself to make better choices, to do things that you should do to help you have discipline, to put guardrails in place to help you have discipline. Those are some ways that you can improve your personal discipline so that you can go on and lead other people. Now, the fourth thing that a leader should have in the leadership draft is the ability to inspire others. Now, this is different than number one, which is determination to affect change, because there are a lot of people who are leaders and they lead, they do something great, but they do it all by themselves. And sometimes maybe later in their life or they leave a legacy where people ultimately consider them a leader and their works are inspiring but they weren't inspiring while they were doing it. I think that the ability to inspire others is super critical as a leader because you need to have people that are willing to follow you. And why do people follow? They follow because you can change their life. They follow because you can teach them something new. They follow because they see something in you, whether it's a personal discipline that you have that they want to master. And those are all things that you do to inspire other people. You inspire people just in the way you carry yourself. You inspire people with the progress you're able to make in your own life or in other areas. And you inspire people just from the mission and the vision that you are in pursuit of. And so a good leader is able to inspire people because you're not going to be able to gather and lead a team if you don't have people that are excited about what you're doing. Now, one of the common mistakes that I see leaders make, well, it's not that common, but sometimes you can make this mistake, is you can feel that people who follow you are just as inspired as you. And I personally don't think that that's the case. I think people are inspired to the level that they're bought in. And so you have to make sure that you understand that not everyone is inspired A, for the same reasons. B, they're not inspired to the same level as you. And C, everyone comes to the table for a different reason. You know, it's like you could have two people that work the same position in a job and then you ask them, hey, what do you enjoy about work? Or why did you choose this profession? Or why did you choose to work at this company? And they're going to give you two different answers. But if you are under the assumption that everyone is inspired the same way that the leader is inspired, then you'll really lose people because you're not having a one-on-one relationship with the people that you're supposed to be inspiring. So you should make sure that you're inspiring people, but that you have a connection with people and their goals and their visions and what they see for themselves and how you can help them do that. There's a big quote by Zig Ziglar, and he's a famous, famous motivational speaker, author, traveled the world. He's written many books. And his quote is, you can get what you want as long as you help people get what they want. And that really, to me, is inspiration because whatever it is that you're about, whatever cause you are leading, if you can help people see themselves in your cause and if you can help them reach their goals, then you'll get what you want, whether that's money, whether that's influence, whether that's access, whether that's just a position of power. You've got to do that by helping people. That's a big concept called servant leadership, and it's very, very key. But you can't inspire people if you don't know what inspires them in the first place yet. And the last thing, the last trait that I would have in a leadership draft is relatability. 
Leadership is about being relatable with the people that you serve. It's about being relatable to the people that you want to transform their life because some of the best people that I follow are ones who I say, oh man, I'd love to have dinner with them. Or I follow them on Instagram because they seem cool. Like I feel like they'd have a really good conversation if we were one-on-one talking to one another. A good leader is relatable. They don't have this air of arrogance. Uh, They don't make themselves higher than the people that they are on the same team with. Yes, you may be quote unquote higher in terms of the org chart or influence or authority, but you should always have relatability as one of your top key factors in what makes you a good leader. Because the more you distance yourself from connecting with the people that you lead, then they're just going to find someone else to follow. So you always want to make sure you're connected, connected, connected. A way that you can improve your relatability is just have conversations with people, figure out what makes them tick, ask them what makes them tick, why they're excited about coming to work. What is it that they enjoy about being on the team? It's things like that that help people know that you're relatable. There was a another quote. I love quotes because they make me seem smarter than I really am. Uh, when he can use someone else's words. But there was a quote that says, um, people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. And when you are relatable to people, that says, hey, I care about you. Hey, we are cut from the same cloth. We come from the same background. It's those sorts of things that really, really, really can help you get people that follow you because of who you are and they see themselves in you. So I definitely think you should be relatable. So let me recap the five traits of a leader. If I had to pick in the leadership draft, number one, determination to affect change. Number two, a desire to learn. Number three, personal discipline. Number four, the ability to inspire others. And then number five, relatability. Now, those are my five picks and I would love to hear yours. So if you see me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, reach out. Let me know your top five leadership picks because there are a whole host of traits out there and I could have missed something. But, you know, I feel pretty confident in these where if I can find somebody with these traits, I know that I can make them a leader and I know that they're bound to be a really great leader. So that's the episode for this week. Whether you're a football fan or not, it doesn't matter because this is all about helping you become a better leader. So draft away, start getting better at these skills. And I promise you, you will transform your life and go on to transform other people's lives as well. Peace. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at JoeyVPriceHR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. 
Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.